Do you ever feel that there is more to life than what you're experiencing, but don't know how to get there? At the heart of each of us is a desire to find meaning and purpose. However, many of us don't know where to begin. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Steve Chua. And I'm Pete Cofarcio. This show will teach you to be confident in your identity and embrace powerful mindsets so that you can fulfill your destiny and life purpose. We're excited to take you on a journey to transform your life so that you can transform your world. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast with Steve and I will say it's Steve and I'll go Steve and and you can go Pete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All there right. you go. Three, two, one. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast with Steve and Pete. Hey, Steve. <laughs> uh, back from uh, your cruises and everything back. It's We're back into the rhythm of recording. Uh, what's your week like? Um, I was, so this is probably going to be a little delayed to, based on our release schedule, but you know, Oscars came out last weekend and, uh, you know, this movie, everything everywhere all at once kind of swept and Lynn and I had seen that movie and, uh, we were telling a lot of people about it cause it's just so different. I, as an Asian, I have to tell you, I was very, very proud of my, my culture. Okay. Yeah. Winning and Michelle, the, uh, and, and Michelle, your rocks. Okay. I just want you to know as an aside, I have a, I have a few of my clients out in Asia who uh, know Michelle well, and the stories they tell is of just such a quality person who's worked really, really hard over the last 30 years to get where she is and gone through the ups and downs, of everything. So I'm super happy for her. Well, you, uh, you could kind of see that in her acceptance speech too. Like yeah. she just was a very, uh, I, she just came across a very grounded person, mm -hmm. you know, who knew really? what she was about and, uh, knew she was paving the yeah. way for other people. So that was cool. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And just to have your first Asian actress win an Oscar for best actress. That's, that's very cool for those of us who are Asians. So it gives us something to, uh, to be proud of, which is awesome. Well, what's the transformation tip this week, Pete? Well, this one comes from Simon Sinek. I love him. Yeah. I love him. So Simon Sinek said, great leaders don't just focus on getting results. They focus on developing people who can get great results. Mm -hmm. When you invest in people, they will invest in your vision. That was self-explanatory. It's really yeah. great, which is great segue into the second part of our Learning to Lead series, where we've been looking at John Maxwell's um, uh, insights into what we call the five levels of leadership. And so last week, we talked about stage one and two. Stage one being positional leadership, where you have authority and people follow you because basically that's the role you've been given. Yeah, okay? the rank. And yeah. then, yep, the rank. And level two was about relationships, permissional leadership, where people follow you because you've made a connection with them. There's a, a relationship that's, that's uh, grown, which actually, if done well, can create a really healthy work dynamic culture. Because, you know, we, we deal with toxic cultures and everything else. And so this week, we want to kind of take that progression further, moving from that place of relationship to the place where we want to talk about production. Okay, we want to talk about um, people development, and we want to talk about pinnacle leadership. So so let's start with stage three, Pete. What does that look like? Yeah, so stage three, according to the progression that we're on, is the third P is production, which means uh, a focus on results. So in this stage, the leader's focus is shifts to achieving results. 
for the people that you're leading. They set goals, they work with the team in order to accomplish those goals. And they're about achieving measurable results and productivity. It's not just, I have this position. It's not just, I'm getting along and learning how to work with my team. Now I'm moving them forward so that we can get goals accomplished and and get some results. Well, the other side of it also is if you're going to have people who want to be productive, you have to model production. Mm. Uh, You Mm -hmm. have to be, you have to, you know, you hear the term lead by example, Okay, so if you're just telling everybody what to do, but not doing any work, then people aren't going to respect you and you're not going to have a productive team. You're going to have a team that's always going to be speaking ill or just copying what you're doing. And so there's something that's important in that process uh, when we get to production, because people want to follow you because they feel that there's something about you that they want to exemplify. It's like they follow you because you've done for the organization or they want to follow you because they respect the way that you are being fruitful and productive. You know, just the other day, I was just talking to a client and he was saying, I'm having so much trouble getting my team to be productive. And so I asked him the question, what have you been doing? And, And what he described actually, which is kind of interesting because of the stages that we're talking about, he'd been busy doing level two Okay, stage two, which was Mm -hmm. the relational side, the permissional side. So he's got everybody being his best friend. He's got everybody, uh, this camaraderie that's going on. And when they started, they, they got stuff done, but they've hit this plateau. And when we're talking about these stages, you actually have to go through stage one, stage two in order to get to stage three. Yes, okay. And absolutely. stage one last week, if you remember, we were talking about the fact that you need to create your boundary, put expectations, etc. He hadn't done that. So he'd done stage two, but now he had to backtrack to stage one mm, because mm-hmm. everybody found him too familiar. Hey, this guy, you know, let's just call him Pete. Pete's a good guy. You know, he'll do it all. And so when Pete says we need to do this, they go, okay, but they're not really engaged in it because they're too familiar with him and he's given away too much of his authority and as a result, they weren't being productive. So Yeah, like probably really wanting important. to be liked maybe or, yeah. Yeah, and so I had to tell him, you've got to go back to stage one, redefine your boundary because you've got stage two already, which they may not like a little bit because now you're going to be a little stronger. But then once you do that, you can start being stage three and being productive. Yeah. Steve, another uh, pitfall that keeps people from doing well at stage three is not really making it clear the expectations or measuring the results. One of my favorite authors is Patrick Lencioni, and he wrote a kind of a groundbreaking book called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And a lot of leadership teams adopted that and you know used it as a uh, filter to measure their own productivity. And near the top of getting over the, the line to be a great team is a, a lack of accountability. That can be a problem. Yeah. So setting clear goals and that they need to be measured and they need to be monitored on a regular Mm -hmm. basis. One of the things I find that makes it really helpful, and I I coach my clients through this as well, is if you have, hopefully, (laughs) get those clear goals, that's the first stage, but make them visible. If it's in a corporate environment and you have like an intranet, you know, get a dashboard so we can see how things are going. If it's at home, maybe it's about chores or you know, saving up certain amount of money for a vacation, like make a visible chart, put it on the refrigerator or a bulletin board. So everybody can see it's a reminder, like my, my activity is going to be measured and it makes a difference. Okay. This, this is putting it right to bare bones. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We we have our granddaughter uh, living with us and with, Mm -hmm. with the family and, and we had a chart, okay. A production chart for potty training. There you go. 
Okay. <laughs> so every time she did a pee or every time she did a poop, she would get a sticker. <laughs> and at the end of that sticker, uh, when she got to the end of the chart, there was something that was that she was rewarded with. Okay. But you're setting that sense of expectation and incentive to be able to be productive. And, and again, if you, if you're able to do that by example, and not so much being and pooping, but, um, but if you're willing to do a set an example in this as well, it, it just drives people that my boss is willing to do this. So I'm willing to do this too. So big takeaway there is go set up a potty chart. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, when we get that down and if you're you know, as a leader, when you can get to the point where you're providing results and you can do that consistently, you're ready to move on to the next stage, Stephen. What's stage four? Well, stage four. Uh, okay, so we're moving from production to people development. Okay, so with production, you've been over a period of time, you've been shown to be fruitful. You're, you're creating results, and people can see that you're being successful. But it's interesting because, I, and I find this with my clients, Pete, that they got to a point where they've made their money, they've got their positions, their CEOs, their executive team, or whatever it might be but they're not satisfied and they can't understand why. And actually what's happening is that if you're like graduating from production to people development, because what they're looking for is going from success to significance. Hmm. And in that place of significance, it's about making an impact. I want my life to matter. I want to make a change. And the biggest way to make change is to influence and impact other lives. And so what you do in people production is taking all the wisdom, all the experience that you know, and you want to impart that or coach that to others so that they can be better as leaders, better as individuals, bring the best out of them so that they can shine and be a representative of your legacy, if you like, or your your significance. Yeah, Steve, I can so relate to this. Um, you know, the story from my own life at one of my startups, and I was around 40 years old on this, was working really hard to help get this company, you know, uh, to critical mass and landed a really big win. Um, it was mm. with, with Yahoo, right. An uh, wow. international brand. And it was uh, like a $5 million deal. And it was a great feeling of accomplishment. It represented a lot of trying to get results. And finally, you know, we did it, hoisted up on the shoulders and everything. That feeling lasted about two weeks. <laughs> that feeling of accomplishment it didn't, didn't last real long. And CEOs then say, well, what have you done for me lately? And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> but something happened inside of me too. Like I graduated and mm. I just made this automatic flip. It was like, hey, you know what? That was a great feeling. I want to now start imparting this to other people. Like mm. I, I kind of felt like I didn't need to prove anything anymore. I mean, although you do, right? You have to, you have to keep producing, but I had proved something to myself and it was done. And I was like, you know what? I'm flipping and now I just changed my focus to developing the people on my team a lot more. In fact, yeah. I started taking deals that I had in my own pipeline and giving them away and say, let me mentor you through how you're going to go close this deal because I wanted them to be equipped to then go yeah. have their own successes. That's really good. I, you know, I, I actually think about way back as a teenager, I, I, I was kind of flunking school. I think I've said on this podcast a few times that I've had a reading disability and, you know, I, I, I struggled. And I, I had this teacher, his name was Stephen Holiday. And if you if you happen to be listening, which I doubt, but if you do, Stephen, thank you so much. But yeah. he took me under his wing for the last couple of years of my high school experience. And he just poured into me. He saw something in me that I didn't hmm. see. He actually 
because I, I've told the story that my brother's got into Oxford and Cambridge. He actually coached me and got me into Oxford. Oh, wow. Um, and he gave me tools. Wow. He gave me belief. He gave me everything that he knew and said, this is what they're looking for, and this is what you need to do. And uh, and as a result, I got in. Now, you, people who've been listening to the podcast know I didn't stay very long. I wish Stephen was <laughs> with me in Oxford because I could have <laughs> done with him. But But I look back, and his impact on my life in many ways has made me who I am today. And maybe those of you listening, think about those people who have impacted you. How did they impact you? Because as much as you've received, what can you do for others? You know? Yeah. And Steve, from the perspective of Stephen Holiday's leadership, okay, it actually continues on through all the things you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not, we have to start thinking differently. Again, the first three stages were about getting stuff done and proving yourself. This is a, it was really at a different level. And now he's making an impact in the world through the people that he's invested in. We've talked a little bit about business and organizations, but actually people develop is in every sphere. If you're a teacher right now, think about mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. just teach information, how can you impact the lives of the people that you're teaching? Okay. Or, uh, so is success simply getting them through class and getting them the grades and getting them graduated? Well, that's, that's success. But what about impacting their lives, their character, their, their, their inspirations or whatever? Same thing as parents. We, we want to do that. We want to, absolutely, you know, we want to be our kids' heroes. But if, if we think about the four, five stages of leadership or the first four, you know, you, if you, if you miss, if you stick yourself trying to be level two and just to be their friend all the time, you, you're not developing them, growing them, helping them to be fruitful. Okay. In life, because ultimately they, they need to be fruitful in life to go well in life. Okay. And then ultimately as you develop them as people and the impact they have on other people in their yeah, lives. Steve, I, I see that like mapping to that as far as parenting, like level three is you're teaching them to be capable adults. Like here's mm-hmm. the skills you need. To, like Those are the results. But level four is when you start to prepare them to go live on their own and to yeah. go make it in the world on their own. Like you're investing them to, you know, we, d- we talked about self-leadership, like giving yeah. them that kind of training so that they can go, you know, make their own impact. It's a, it's a shift. Actually, I'm thinking about my son right now. Shout out to you, Josh. Okay, yeah, he's, Josh. Out, he's out in Cleveland. He's working for the NBA organization, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he has, you, you sound some, proud. I'm Steve. extremely proud. You hear that? The <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, and he's been very successful and he's kind of gone through the, the, these stages of leadership, even at a young age. Uh, and he's actually to the place where this last few months, he's got a promotion and they've said, we're starting a new department. You hire six people. Oh, and wow. So, yeah. So he's hiring six people and he's got this opportunity to people develop them right now. And because of who he is, and I've seen it all the way through his life, he's always been an influencer. We used to, hmm. I used to say to him, Josh, you weren't created in this world to be influenced. You were created to influence. And he's mm. doing it. And so, pop wow. up a moment. But it's how you see people. Do you use people or do you empower people? Yeah. Do you do you want them to give you value or do you add value to them? And people development is adding value to people to bring out their value to impact the, the surrounding world around them. So yeah. this this process is amazing. Yeah, Steve, I want to just add a an exclamation point on this. This is, I, I'll call this a turbo tip. Um, <laughs> is yeah, if if you are in a position where you're developing people. And actually most of us are, if you just think about it, if you really want to make an exponential 
change. Don't just invest in people, but put a requirement on them to turn around and invest in other people at the same time you're investing in them. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden you've built in like a multiplier effect that can Absolutely. spread really quickly. So yeah. think about that. Like what I'm putting into you, I want you to go put into someone else. And um, that's actually going to transition you into the the final uh, stage of leadership, which is uh, the final P is pinnacle, which yeah. is, you know, where you're really leaving a, a legacy. Yeah, but just before we talk into that, because I just want to add to that process, okay, is uh, something that I've been seeing more and more. People talk about succession, okay, Mm -hmm. and it's like I'm finding someone to succeed me, but I can't find that person. And one of the things I'm realizing is that you're unique, so you're never going to find a clone of yourself who necessarily is going to have all the skills that you have, but you can find a team of people who can do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And with a lot of the CEOs and, and organizations that I work with, I, when they start talking succession, I start talking to them about team. Have a team concept where if, you know, you, you get hit by a bus tomorrow, you've got a team who can take over and you can still run. There's organization in it. So you don't become, if you like, everything hinges on you. Okay. Right. So part of this people development process is this creation of a team, developing them to be to be able to move forward and build beyond you, which is where, like you said, leads us to that fifth point, which is perfect. Yeah, it's almost like there isn't a hard in my mind, there isn't a hard line between stage four and stage five. It's more like a progression and it's just all of a sudden you turn around and you realize you're in stage five, which is pinnacle. And and this is where the leaders reach the highest level of leadership. Um, this, the focus is now on creating a legacy, leaving a lasting impact, and it goes beyond just the endeavor or the enterprise they were working on, but it inspires other people to become leaders. You're an example now and you're, mm-hmm. you're inspirational. You're having like that level of an effect. And you can go in different kind of spheres. I mean, you can be a pinnacle in your organization. So you know, you, you walk across and people say, oh, that's a legend <laughs> right there. Okay. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. a legend in the organization. You've probably heard that term. Or, and so there's this incredible sense of respect because that's really what Pinnacle is. It's that enduring respect because you've been able to do all the four stages and continue and you've done them well. And it's caused people to admire you, to be inspired by you. And in many, many respects, want to follow in your footsteps and, and say, hey, how can I be like you. That could be a, like a compliment in, in many ways, right? So we see this in, you know, played out in different arenas. Like I'm just thinking like in the family arena, this could be like a grandparent who they don't have anything to prove anymore. They've invested, but people just look to them like, wow, the mm-hmm. legacy, the, you know, the, uh, what they've accomplished, but they're just an example. You just want to be around them because they inspire you. Some grandparents are like that, but, uh, no, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think of my dad in many respects. Okay. There's yeah. so many people who have, if, if you know, if you know my dad and you know, my brothers, we've all made impacts in different ways, quite significantly globally. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people look at my dad and say, how did you do that? right? We're following that. We're seeing that in our kids. And it's this generational legacy that's being passed down and, and just that sense of admiration and respect. Not a perfect guy, but somebody who's very much admired and respected. You know, when you, when you think about that, you've got that kind of family, you've got that organization. But in life, there are people who are outside of that, go beyond just that small sphere into a much bigger sphere. They're leaders in their industry. They are 
people who just, when you think of the word, I think of somebody like, you know, Nelson Mandela, and I'm thinking, whoa, you know, mm -hmm. uh, if you're in a tech company, Bill Gates or Steve Jobs, you kind of go, whoa, you know, because of the impact that they've made. And really, when you live for significance rather than success and let that become your lifestyle, you begin to make a greater impact and influence, not because of what you do, but who you are. And that's the key to Pinnacle. And see, just for our listeners here, this does not always equate to fame. You could be a, clearly be a stage five leader and not have a celebrity name attached to you, like, like a famous sporting coach or like some of the industry titans that you mentioned. Uh, you know, you might be a no name, but mm -hmm. you've influenced lots of other people and you, the ripple effects coming out of your life can go for generations. Yeah. And like, like you were just saying, you could just be, you may not be known famously, but within your sphere, people will know you. Your, your name will be mentioned and they go, oh, well, yeah, wow. You know, even though it's not somebody you'd read in the newspapers or see, you know, plastered across billboards, right? So that's a great point. Well, Pete, as we're kind of closing off, we've talked about the five stages of, of leadership. And, and, and again, as you're listening, remember, this is a journey. You can't go from one to five. Pete, you and I, we're not even at five. <laughs> That's okay. right. it, yeah, uh, yeah. We're mapping out entire lifetimes here uh, you know, in order to develop this. Yeah, and we're kind of in a cool industry because we get to people develop all the time. So this is, really and we fun. meet people at all stages too. Ab like, absolutely. Yeah. And as I think about leadership, generally, Pete, we need leaders. You know, we started the, the series that everything rises and falls on leadership. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you know, we did that series on self leadership. But now when we're doing about leadership, which impacts the lives of others, it's so important that we know how to maturely grow and understand these stages because they allow us to build the foundations towards success and significance. And, and, and I really want us all to grasp this. You know, this is a journey that, uh, these, I, you know, Maxwell's, um, outline here actually is universal in any type of situation which involves people. The moment you're responsible for somebody, you're in leadership. And, right. and and as you're listening, you know, grasp this. Don't if you begin to see this focus, you can begin to really be more intentional about what you're doing. Pete, how do we close this off with the transformation application this week? Okay, well, Steve, um, I thought we'd do just a, a short envisioning exercise, and this is really powerful. Uh, envisioning in general, if you do it right. So, what I would like you to do as a listener right now is, I want you to envision yourself as a stage five leader uh, at the pinnacle of your life's influence. Okay. So I don't know how far down the line that is, um, but I want you to envision that and take a moment. You know, what does that look like? Hmm. Okay. Who are you influencing? Right. And what kind of legacy do you want to leave? What kinds of impact do you want to make? What, what do you want to inspire in the people who you impact? So get a good, a good vision around that. Uh, where are you located when you're doing that? Yeah. Okay. What do you, what are you known for hmm. as you're doing that? Is there, is there a certain phrase or a certain concept that you've really built this legacy around? And then as you get that in your mind, take a little time to get that. Now, I want you to ask yourself this question. What adjustments do you need to start making now that will help you get there? 
Are you wasting time? Are you headed in the wrong direction? Are you being too self-focused? What adjustments do you need to start making now that are going to help you get to stage five? And that's your transformation application. Pete, I just had a Zen moment. Uh, I think that was a guru moment from Pete, everybody. <laughs> go go rewind that and start that session again. Yeah, it's, oh, and I, pause it if you need to. Seriously. Yeah, like, it, seriously press the pause was, if you have to. No, just even the questions that you asked. Actually, actually, it was the tone of your voice, Pete. It was like, oh, this is so like, <laughs> oh, But, it, yeah. but the, the questions, those are incredible questions. And to begin to envision them and to actually think about how I want to align my life. Oh, gosh, that's so great. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us this week. Pete, always a pleasure. I feel yeah. like I'm a better leader just talking to you. And, <laughs> yeah, I learn a lot uh, from these. <laughs> we learn a lot from uh, each other. So let's be intentional. Well, take care, everyone, and we look forward to talking with you soon. Bye-bye now. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Transform Your Life podcast. We'll be releasing a new episode every Monday, so we hope you'll continue to tune in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show to reach more people around the world. If you're looking for coaching or more resources, follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or our Instagram page, From the Insight Out. If you want to connect with me, Pete Cafarcio, go to PeteCoaching.com. And if you want to connect with me, Steve Chua, go to stevechuaintl.com. Remember, we want to help you transform your life so that you can transform your world. Have an awesome week, everyone.